Hello and welcome to the Sales Talk Series from Novell's Enablement Team. I'm Randall Barch, the Solutions Enablement Engineer for End User Computing Solutions. What we cover in this series is how you can use nearly anything that's happened in the press or world of technology as a reason to start a productive conversation with your customers, partners, and peers. Hey, well, welcome to this first in a series of sales talks preparing you to sell Novell File Management Suite. I'm Randall Barch, and I've got with me Doug Clower, also from Sales Enablement. Hi, how's everybody doing? Other episodes in this series are going to focus on customer and storage market vendor profiles. How does the Novell File Management Suite work and give you an overview on it? And then also look into some of the pieces of Novell File Management Suite. Novell File Reporter, Novell File Reporter Assessment SKU, and that'll be our series. Uh, in this episode, we're going to focus on storage fundamentals. So we won't talk about Novell File Management Suite specifically. We're going to give you a primer on storage fundamentals. So, Doug, in preparing us to talk to a customer about File Management Suite, can you give us a primer on, say, what the storage market looks like today and where it's headed? Sure, I'd be happy to do that. But just before we get to that, I want to give you a little bit of trivia. Today, it's estimated that the total amount of, of printed material in the world is around 200 petabytes. So a petabyte's a, an unusual term a lot to a lot of people. But if you put it in context, it's a million gigabytes. And we all know what a gigabyte is today generally, but that's kind of a bit of information. Now let's talk a little bit about storage market and actually answer the question you asked me. There are a couple of trends in the market today. Leading analysts are claiming that about 60% of all the existing data today is unstructured. This is the data that kind of sits in, in the space that is usually associated with an individual or a role. But that's about the content or quantity, and there's a lot of data out there. There's expectation that it's going to grow nearly 1.8 zettabytes, which actually, I mentioned the whole issue about petabytes, zettabytes the next level up. So it's 1,800 exabytes, etc. It's going to grow exponentially over the next several years. And the plan is, or, or the thought is, that by 2011, it's going to grow. It's projected that that's really dominated by this unstructured data space, especially with the proliferation of MP3s and AVI files. Okay, so there's a great growth going to happen, and it's happening today in storage and particularly unstructured data. Who are the main players in storage, and where do they fit in storage, both in the hardware and the software that assists storage management? Well, and you hit on a couple of key points there. There's a segmentation in the market around hardware and software. Mostly you'll think about the hardware vendors being the EMCs of the world, HPs, IBMs. There are some other players, iotech, NetApp. Those are hardware vendors that provide a level of resource management or storage management in their space. Then there's a whole series of software specialists, people who provide specialized software around the space specifically for managing this. They don't own the hardware side of it, but they try to provide this resource management at the software level. People like Semantic, Quest Softwares here, Brocade, Computer Associates, Digital Reef, these are some of those players, and there's a number of them out there, but each one of them has a little bit of a different spin and a different take on how they manage. Tell us how the industry approaches storage management. In general, and this started back in the 80s with IBM and, and, and some architecture that was actually built early on or some thoughts or approaches, 
with something that's known as information lifecycle management. You'll hear it referred to as ILM. It's very much a business approach to things, and it looks at how data is created, where is it stored, how is it used, how is it maintained, and fundamentally how it's retired. Now, there's another more illustrative sort of component or approach to that, and that's data lifecycle management, which is not so much as interested in all information, but tends to focus more on the digital side of the things. And that's an important component that has to be considered. Now, both of those are either a business or a technical implementation of the same approach. But fundamentally, they all try to approach this from the SRM space or what we call storage resource management. Talked about storage management, talked about resource management. Fundamentally, we get down to SRM. Describe to us the basic architecture of storage management or the basic architecture of storage resource management. Okay. When we think about storage resource management, we have to kind of approach it from a couple of different things. We talked about ILM, DLM, and SRM or storage resource management. There's two factors of this, and there's more to it, but I'm going to simply put it this way. There is a block-level approach to storage resource management, and then there's a file-level approach to storage resource management. In general, the hardware manufacturers do a wonderful job in the block-level space. Absolutely do it. Things in this space around EMC and IBM's content works really well. At the file level, this is where more of the specialist software people will begin to play, the, the vendors in that space. And to a degree, they're doing a fair job, but not really doing a very good job. This file space is really tied to files and unstructured data that's associated, as I mentioned earlier, to individuals or roles or groups in an organization. And the key here is, how do I manage that? And one of the things that these SRM, the specialist vendors and the hardware vendors, this break, don't necessarily take into account is identity as a key element of that. And what better than Novell to be able to talk about identity and unstructured file system space because of our deep experience in that file space and now be able to apply some of those structured SRM components to that. Tell us, in a customer situation, who cares about storage and why do they care about storage? Well, the short answer is there's a whole lot of people that do care about it, but there are three key roles that we're going to focus in on. And as we go deeper into following sales talks and webcasts, we'll talk more about them, but there are three roles. First is system administrators. Second would be what we would call a storage manager, could be called a storage architect. And a third one might be the operations manager. Of course, this could be the director of IT and IT manager, or could even be consolidated up to the CIO level. Each one of them has some specific key things they're worried about. In most cases, you'll find the system administrators worry about files, file systems, and uh, how to provision and, and how to provide that service to the end user side of that. They'll usually have to work with a storage architect if they're a larger organization, something above maybe a 1,000 users or something like that, and, and it depends. But the idea is they'll have to work with them to acquire space on the network. If they're in a smaller organization, 250, 500 users, they're likely responsible for the entire thing. So they're a great entry point or, or primary resource. Now, the storage architects, uh, on the other hand, are very interested in the efficiency 
of the storage platform. How well is it being used? How it can track it? And a number of things. They're going to be interested in what's the trend in terms of growth of data in my network? What do I need to do to be able to handle that? What's on my network? Although some of the solutions today don't necessarily address all of those features, but they're generally going to be interested in how that space is utilized. Lastly, the operation manager, he cares a whole lot about issues of what's it cost me? What might be the impact if if we put off or what other options we might have to be able to stave off the expense uh, in those spaces. So if you'd like to hear a little bit more, a little bit more thorough discussion about any part of this, any of the five areas that we're wanting to focus in on, feel free to go to the Enablement Central for Employees if you're an Novell employee or go to Enablement Central for Partners on the outer web and review the webcast that specifically covers this. And we go into a bit more detail about each of these areas. It'll take you about 35 minutes to go through, but it's a good discussion if you want to go a little deeper. Thanks, Doug, for spending that time with us to go over storage fundamentals. This is all in preparing you, the listener, to be able to sell Novell File Management Suite. Our next episode, we're going to cover customer and storage market vendor profiles, and then we're going to go into some other topics and explain to you how the Novell File Management Suite works what are its component parts, and so on. So until next time, happy selling. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell, Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.